You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13. I apologize for uh, my voice getting over something. Anyway, the um, this episode was filmed back in September with my good buddy, Sean, or sometimes I affectionately call him Sean Boy. Um, we've been friends for 25 years, maybe longer. And uh, I mean, we've been through a lot of stuff together, a lot of life together. Uh, he lives over in Scotland now. I'm over here in Texas, but we still managed to have a great Zoom call, talk about Bigfoots, aliens, music, sneaking into Foo Fighter shows, all kinds of stuff. This is a great episode. So uh, grab yourself a drink, or if you're driving or something, you know, just sit back and relax. This is a fun one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13. Today, I'm joined with my good buddy, Sean. We've known each other for at least 25 years. I mean, however long it's been since 1995. Yeah, we met in sixth grade. We've been friends ever since. I saw him tapping on the on the desk at, at uh, school, and I was like, I wonder if he plays drums. Sure enough, he does. He's an amazing drummer. We've been on tour together with King's X. We've experienced some crazy stuff together our whole lives. We've snuck into a Foo Fighters concert. We've been around the block. Sean's over in Scotland. I'm out here in Texas, and we're going to have a great discussion. I hope you guys are ready for this amazing discussion. Sean Boy, welcome, and I'm glad to have you on the 13. How are you doing, brother? I'm good, man. It's 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 good to be here. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, reminiscing about some of our uh, good times. Fuck yeah, dude. So... Um, man, I mean, we got to, we can discuss all kinds of stuff. So I think one of the things we should start with is, is music. And, you know, because that's what I start with on this show most of the time, all the time. Um, like I said, in our little intro there, I saw you tapping on the table. I think you were sitting next to me, like in the, in the desk next to me. And I was like, kind of catty corner. Yeah. Maybe it was that. Yeah. And I was like, dude, dude's fucking just drumming on the table. I was like, that's, that's cool. And it was in time. You know, I'd seen people do that in elementary school, but they were like just fucking kids beating on shit. <laughs> and but you like had this rhythm. I was like, hmm. And then we started talking about music. We were made fun of our English teacher, whatever her name was. What was it? Wilson was it Wilson? Miss Wilson? Something, Mrs. Wilson or something like that. She had brown hair, right? And she was kind Wilson. of kind of goofy. <laughs> Yeah, but, she I mean, seemed, I don't know, maybe eccentric. I don't know what the way she was definitely, was. she was a little bit more odd than some of the other teachers. Right. Slightly. Yeah. And she was definitely different. And then, um, anyway, then we started becoming friends. Um, I started coming over to your house. You started coming over to mine, sleepovers, all that crap you do when you're a kid. And you had a drum set. I remember you guys, you and Steve Etling played in, um, like I think it was a talent show, right? Was that was that 1996? Was that 97? Was that in seventh? Man, I'm not sure the years. It was uh, it was sixth grade. 
So it was the sixth yeah. grade talent show. Yeah, so and it was probably I had 90, a, 95 or 96. Fucking broken piece in my hand from oh shit from a from a bicycle accident and i remember was what yeah and i remember watching you guys play and i was like and i don't i can't i can't recreate what the song sounded like in my head it's you know been 20 plus years but like no, I, still I just remember, remember do you yeah. like, I, I remember i just remember going that's the heaviest thing i've ever heard and i know those people you know <laughs> like that is so fucking cool uh because I still I was still struggling to learn how to play at the time, and like I had a guitar but wasn't was just making noise on it, you know. So I thought that was super cool. Um, years years roll by. We've known each other for years and years. We both meet Doug Pennick from King's X. We become friends with him. You go on tour with him as his bass tech first, right? Isn't that what happened? I think so. Yeah, I think I'm, maybe I I went out before you did. Because I it was yeah, Chris was supposed to, Chris was supposed to do it, but he had like a, a DUI or something, so he wasn't. He wouldn't have been yeah, able to get into to Canada. So fuck, I wasn't yeah. able. I I was I was only able to get into Canada like three times, and then after that, they're like, "You're done." I was like, "What do you mean I'm done?" Well, you're. I mean, if you want to pay us three thousand five hundred dollars, we'll call you rehabilitated, and you can come into Canada all you want. I was like, "This is extortion." Don't tell the Mountains that this is extortion. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, they did that to one of the the crew members when we were on tour because apparently maybe he just kind of left that out, and then when we get to Canada, they're like, "No, you got a DUI charge," and we're sitting there waiting for like four or five hours, and yeah, <clears throat> I remember at one point Ty. I asked him, I was like, well, what do you think's going to happen here? Like, what, like, what's, you know, what are we doing? And he was like, it's going to come down to money. And once we pay them a certain amount of money, then they're going to let us through. And yeah, that's what happened. And, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So every time for me, it was 200, 200 American dollars, maybe 250 American dollars. I don't remember, but it was only for like a day pass. Like I think maybe two days, like you had a day or two you're allowed in the country. And if you don't report back, then you're going to have to pay more money to get out or maybe you, they, I don't know. They threaten you with a bunch of shit, but they took me back in. They took me inside, took my fingerprints, took my photo, took, took shit that all this crap for a thing that I had done 10 years prior. And I was like, what the fuck dude? Like I'm not even, and it wasn't even bad. Like, I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't like I was a murderer or anything, you know? And these like motherfuckers a, maybe are, a, a misdemeanor probably like, yeah. Oh no, it, I mean, was it a definitely fucking, wasn't a, it wasn't a felony, was it? No, no. I had a I so had a, I, I, dr I was drinking. I I had a I got a DWI. I guess it was a I had I blew a point oh eight, which is the limit. And I guess if you get to the limit, that's bad mojo. And they, mm. you know, they arrested. They kept me for like twenty three hours or something. I left. Whatever. I paid some fines. Took a class, and it was done. And you know, I was twenty years old, so that was twenty years ago. And the. But anyway, yeah, so like trying to get in over to Canada, they were like, well, you've had a DWI. I was like, what's your fucking point? Like, well, you're going to have to pay us some money. Okay. Yeah. And like when you, when you say this is extortion, they get really, really upset. I think it's because they know it's true, one. And two, <laughs> you know, like you're like kind of calling them out on shit. And they're wearing those little Mount Me hats. I can't remember mm -hmm. what movie that's from, but they're like, you know, they're, oh, I love your Mount Me hat. He's like, Mount Me. He's like, well, you got to buy me a drink first. Um, <laughs> oh, Mount Me, get it? Uh, eh. I think that was like, that was a football movie. 
Anyway, I can't remember. I don't but, know if I've so, even seen that. It was like making fun of Friday Night Lights or something. Um, who cares? Anyway, so you and I, you end up on tour with Kings X first because Chris couldn't do it because Chris was doing Doug's bass stuff. And then I guess Chris kind of fell off after that uh, and never did it. And then there was another tour that showed up and then you couldn't do it. So then I jumped on and then I just kind of stayed on tour with them for a few years uh, after that or whatever. Um, and then you and me went to Europe and you went as Jerry's drum tech and I went as Doug's bass tech and we had a fucking fantastic time. Mm-hmm. And I have this memory that was with um, Trent, right? That was the tour Trent went on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so Trent. I have this memory of us going and seeing, um, Oh my God. They're like the German slayer. Who's the Creator, creator, creator. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were sitting there watching. I was like, these guys are like fucking Slayer. <laughs> and I knew who Creator was, but I was drunk. We went, we went backstage. I think we hung out with the guys for a little bit, and then we left. And that's O thirteen. That was the name of the club. I don't know why. That was in Tilburg. I and... remember it was in Tilburg. I can't remember the name of the venue, but yeah, yeah. It was it was O thirteen. We left <clears> in Tilburg, <throat> and we're walking down the street. It's you, me jerry doug and uh trent i think that's i think that's the gaggle i think bobo and was there right was bobo with us i, I feel remember. like he he was the one that probably that knew the guys and creator yeah. so all i remember is the gaggle i just described and let's say bobo too and i just remember us singing the Bee Gees walking down the street as loud as we could you can't tell by the way I do my work. <laughs> and we're like screaming this shit. And it's like three in the morning. Like, and I, I'm pretty sure this didn't happen, but my memory makes me feel like there was like old ladies opening the windows and throwing shit at us. Being like, Shut up. You know, that probably nah. did that part probably didn't happen, but it's, yeah. it, if this was a movie, that's what I'd put in there, you know, cause we're just like arm in arm screaming this song and fucking drunk as fuck high shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's also the tour we did the peanut butter jelly thing on. <laughs> Man, I thought that was in Germany. Yeah, well, it wasn't the same, dude. Maybe it was in Germany. So we had a couple days off in Germany and just absolutely fucking shit faced going to the the pub in Germany. And then we came back and ate all the peanut butter and jelly, which was like the staple on the bus because. You, there's I don't no refrigerator even rem- on the bus. I, yeah, I mean, I don't even remember seeing like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly before or after that that night. But I, I, but I it's do on remember video. waking. Yeah, I, I mean, that was that was like the uh, eureka moment of we fucking figured out what happened because um, shit faced, you know, ate, ate a whole fucking loaf of bread peanut butter we and were, jelly sandwiches we we're like, we we're like baby blaming it on the dryer the driver I, still don't, <laughs> I don't have any i don't remember eating it at all but i mean we obviously did we're on fucking we obviously camera did. yeah and, and i want to uh, get i want to get that video um 
transferred because it's on one of those high eight tapes. So I didn't Man, get that that's, that's like just so fucking embarrassing for me. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's not that bad talking about it. But I, if you like actually watching that video fucking makes me cringe. Well, but uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen that video in 10, 15 years. <laughs> However, you know, since the, since after it happened, because you, me, Don and Becky, we were at Becky's house and I was playing it. Right. I think I so. remember. And I was like watching our I was like, yeah, this is our European trip. And we're like, oh, look at all these cool mountains. Look at all this shit. And at like the end of it, it's you and me fucking just shoving this fucking peanut butter and jelly down our face, you know, with bread. And, and we're like, like, okay, okay guys. Shit. Yeah. Back, back story. <laughs> back story. <laughs> back story is that I think the bus driver and some other people got upset that like that the peanut butter and jelly had all been eaten. Like, or who, or maybe it wasn't the bus driver, but whoever people were upset because it was like one of the staples on the bus. You know, it was like the one thing, you know, you could go get was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because we didn't even have a refrigerator on this bus. It was just something we called the AIDS box, which was just Whoa. like a, ref- like, a- I mean, it was, it was a fridge, but I thought somebody had left some pate in there and it just fucking tainted it to where now <laughs> it's like, if, if you open up the fridge, the whole fucking bus would just reek of this yeah, it fucking rotten. It, it was a it was a refrigerator that it it wasn't a refrigerator. It was like if you put you could we had to put ice in it. We had to keep it refrigerated. It didn't refrigerate okay. itself. And so, like after a couple after the first couple of days, everything <laughs> just went to shit. So we we fucking put gaff tape all over that motherfucker, so no one would open it. And we wrote AIDS box on the top of it because every like you said, every time you open it, it was just like oh, was awful. You smell. couldn't, yeah, you couldn't fucking open it after that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why like peanut butter and jelly was such a big deal. You could get to it. It was accessible. It was food. I think Ty was upset about it. They were everybody. You know. Everybody was, uh, nobody was happy about it. Cause I mean, I, I, I really, you know, I didn't really give a shit, but I was like, um, yeah, I remember bullshit. being, so, I think it was probably I, the I driver. Somebody <laughs> quite, you know, I can't remember. Maybe, uh, what was the, what was the Taz? I think maybe Taz was the one who asked me, did you eat the, the loaf of bread and peanut butter and jelly? last night and i was like what are you talking about i don't even yeah. remember i don't remember even seeing that or yeah, like, i never no. even noticed that at all yeah. yeah it genuinely didn't you know and then uh come to find out yeah i was the motherfucker that ate it well, was it wasn't just you um, i think i was eating it too man. <clears throat> i mean you probably helped yeah i don't even yeah. really remember it was like and we started doing <laughs> peanut butter jelly <laughs> we started doing we were doing the in the video yeah. we're like doing the we're singing the song and and everything and eating mm-hmm. it and neither one of us knew that the fucking I was blackout that was just pure blackout <laughs> fucking drunk and then yeah you know like a year later over at over at becky's watching the video and then we're like oh, oh man, fuck, it was us it was us um, uh, i gotta find that now man oh well i i know where it is it's in that closet on a high eight tape and if i don't get this I'm a little bit worried about converting stuff over to digital because, you know, I recorded a lot and who knows what illegal activities are on there. So I need to buy something for myself so I can do it (laughs) here and make sure I'm not, uh, you know, get myself in trouble. Anyway, that's a different story. Not not likely. Uh, Nothing uh, that bad. Nothing that bad. Just just things I'm not going to mention right here, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's good not to have to depend on somebody else to do something like that anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. I like I don't want to send stuff out. I mean, 
there, I, who, I don't know what I recorded when I was 17. I don't even know what's on there, but I know I did a bunch of fucking fucky shit. Is there a statute of limitations? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so we go on, so we're, we go on this European tour. We have a great time. You and me stood in the exact same place Hitler stood putting the photo right here. Um, oh, which, yeah. That. Which is fucking insane, dude. Like, you and me are literally like arm in arm, you know, arms over each other's shoulders, standing in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, this is fucking great. Right in the same exact fucking place Hitler's had his photo taken. Yeah. I don't I think don't we know. knew that when we took we it. Not. I think the, no. the possibly the, the promoter. I've been like, oh, this is a popular play. I always see people taking pictures here, and it, you know, it was a nice backdrop. So yeah, it's all right. Let's go stand up there. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, it was beautiful. It's yeah. a great photo. And we went up the Eiffel Tower that day, which was cool. It was super cold. I think this was in was this in February, January? It was cold. It was definitely cold. Yeah, it was super cold. We took that flight all the way over there. I'd never been on a plane before, so we flew into Germany. Frankfurt and started getting really. Was hot, that your dude. first time on the plane? It's my first time on any. Oh plane. man, I mean, ten-hour flight. I, I, I do apologize, man. I know I was winding you up. Anytime we start hitting some turbulence, I'd be like, "Oh fuck, man, that's 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 not normal. That's like it's usually not that bad." And uh, yeah, you... I remember. <laughs> I was like taking a Xanax and I was drinking whiskey and nothing was helping. I was like, "The fuck does that mean? You know what is this?" And like I've I've been on a plane like over over 150 times at this point but like i'm 25 years old never been on a plane before and yet yeah, you you taz the the other guys they were all they they weren't made maybe necessarily fucking with me but they were definitely laughing about it so anytime we hit a bump or hit something everyone would turn and look at me and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean flying over the ocean for the first for being in a plane for 10 hours for your first time everything was weird dude shit tastes different on an airplane i don't know if anybody else notices this maybe it's just a ryan thing but anytime i ever get on a plane if i order a, a jack and coke or or just or just not fuck you know not even alcohol like just whatever things taste weird and i don't know if that's because you're in a pressurized situation and it's fucking with my sinuses and taste buds or... yeah i mean I've, i figure maybe it's the oxygen you're inhaling or something yeah something's a little bit a little bit makes different. it different yeah. but that that added to my stress i remember we came back we flew back yeah we went in january because we flew back the day the super bowl was on and I remember that because everyone's trying to figure out what the score was before we took off from Germany. And then we, you know, I don't even away. remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was a Super Bowl, And then, uh, and then we landed or whatever. But when we landed, we landed fucking hard. Like the plane went up, like it touched down and then it went back up and then it slammed into the fucking ground. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause mm. I guess it caught a, a, a pocket of air or something and, and just kind of went up and. And yeah, everyone turned around and looked at me, and they were everybody. I remember fucking everybody was because they were all sitting next to each other, was like laughing at me. Dog was laughing. Everybody was just having a, a good old time. I'm thinking we're we're crashing. This is it. This is the last time of our life. We're dead. I mean, that's what landing is, anyways. It's the controlled crash. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we're okay. So we've done all this touring stuff. Um, did you do any King's X stuff after that run? No, that was the last time I went on the road. Was the I was hoping I would be going on the road with them again right now, but um, they canceled their, their tour right. again. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows if it'll ever happen again? I don't know. 
Well, I'm sure they'll come back over. Ty's dealing with some type of health issue. Like, I don't even know about it. I don't know what's up. I'm not going to ask either. It's Ty's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Ty, if you happen to be watching. Um, I sent him a text earlier and told him happy birthday. But, like, I, I don't know what he's got going on. But hopefully, you know, I wish him well. And hope all of mm-hmm. whatever that is is taken care of quickly. And Christopher from fucking Stabbing Westward has throat cancer. No shit. Yeah. Like, the Stabbing Westward, I'm on a... Stabbing Westward appreciation page, or well, I don't know what it is. Uh, Stabbing West, I think it's called Stabbies, or I don't know something. <laughs> and and Chris is a part of it, and you know he told the person who runs it, like yeah yeah yeah, I you know we've canceled all these shows, and we canceled all these shows because I've got cancer. Fuck. Like, I, but he think they think he's gonna be okay. Like he'll be um, uh, he's going through treatment now, and they're thinking by Christmas he'll be back up and running. Or whatever, but that's fucking weird to me because I don't think he doesn't smoke. I mean, he smokes weed. I know he smokes weed, but he doesn't smoke cigarettes or do tobacco products or anything, as far as I know. But my, you know, the last time I saw him was in 2018 and went backstage at the, uh, what was that place called? It's over there off of NASA Road One. Um, Scout Bar. That's it, Scout Bar. So I went back into that green room. You and me have been in there several times with various other bands. Uh, went back there he was like do you want me to sign your albums and i was like fuck yeah dude this is great you know i've met him 30 times but it doesn't matter you're you're always excited and he's like i'm so sorry i am so fucking stoned (laughs) i was like it's cool i'm drunk sign my shit (laughs) good old good old stabbing westward i'll go off on a thousand other tangents with you but so anyway let's get to some beyond stuff because that's what we're that's what we're really here about so sean and i have witnessed things seen things together separately uh, may some of them may be able to be explained some of them might not be able to be explained me and him have been talking about shit like this our whole lives so this is really what it comes down to so do you want to start talking about the cattle mutilation thing yeah i mean we'll just go i mean i guess we could just yeah, start. That's a, a good enough starting point. I mean, you you had told me, you know, you'd started telling me some like different Bigfoot stories you had had with different friends of ours and sightings that you had had just living on Buffalo Bayou. And um, I remember it really caught my interest. And I was like, all right, I want to see this thing. You know, I want to see what you're talking about. Um, start you know taking me out on some hikes out out into the woods yeah. uh, you know some of the things you mentioned you know it, it helps if it was a full moon um it would help you know there's not any more than three people yep, and still, uh that was, that was one of the things i always remembered is like if you brought more than three people because i would take expeditions out into the woods so growing up for the listeners growing up out in katie texas at the time there were still woods and rice fields and cow pastures there's plenty of space that space is all gone now. That's a different story. We'll get into that later. But at the time, you could roam through miles and miles and miles of woods that and winding bayous and like little rivers and stuff. You could get you could get quite lost out there. And there was I would take people out all the time. I mean, whether it was we were out there on mushrooms or or just out there because we were young kids having fun go out out there to drink or whatever yeah go out there to drink or whatever it's like i swear to god 
I don't believe I ever on on acid on mushrooms. I don't think I ever saw a Bigfoot thing out there when I was on drugs. It was always sober or maybe I'd had like a couple of beers or something, you know, or maybe I smoked a joint. But like because when we were we would be drunk or we or or whatever, we would be intoxicated or had more than 3 people, you never saw anything. It was like we were so loud, we alerted whatever was in the woods before we, you know, before we, so we never stumbled across anything. But if it was just like two or three people and we're kind of minding our own business, you know, sort of talking like this, then like you end up accidentally stumbling on something. And it, that, I guess that goes with any animal, really, you know, It'd be like, oh, shit, there's a fucking raccoon, you know, whatever. But sometimes it was a fucking monkey man. <laughs> and I don't believe you ever saw one, but I think you heard one. No, I, I didn't see one. Yeah, I mean, I do remember you pointing out one of the sounds one time, and it, you know, it was something way off in the distance. And, you know, yeah, I didn't know. I couldn't tell what it was. It didn't sound like a wolf or a coyote or whatever. You know, it sounded like some type of, a, you know. Something like a, a, screaming. Yeah, like a like scream that. or kind of like a roar or something. You know, like that's yeah, that, that's really yeah, odd. Yeah. yeah I have, speaking of that high eight, videotape i have i know i have videotape of me waiting for lizzie lizzie was a girlfriend i had in high school um i was waiting for her at the front of the neighborhood and you wouldn't be able to tell this now if you went there but back then there's fucking nothing out there i was at the front of the neighborhood and i had the video camera up and i just turned it on and i was like do you fucking hear that and all you heard was them screaming at each other from far distances away oh you got a recording of it yeah I have a recording. Oh man, yeah, I'd love to hear that if you actually found that. Yeah, I know I do. I I remember when I was going through those videos. Uh, I guess it was when I was going the last time I went through those videos when you and me were hanging out at Becky's house in 2010. Excuse me. Um, the yeah, I went. I was going through those at the house or maybe at her house, and I found it. I was like, holy shit! And I get into like Lizzie's camera, and she's like, "Quit fucking videotaping me!" <laughs> I was like. <laughs> They're fucking singing to each other out here, man. You got to hear this, you know, because they were screaming from one side of a field from the woods. It was it's I definitely have that on video. So we got to get that going for sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so you and I, let's get back to the cattle mutilation. thing. So I take you on a on a hike. Yeah, Uh, we go, you know, walk down, cross over the bayou behind the house, walk, walk down there you know tr- this trail was probably big enough for a car to drive down or a truck to drive down i and... remember it was woods on either side of us right mm-hmm. it was just like this N- didn't notice trail. you know not noticing anything weird and then we come to there's a eventually there's a lake on the on the left and yeah that's we the first lake turn there's over you know over there decide to just go walk over there a little ways and then there's a fucking dead cow laying on the so ground we had to jump a, we had to jump the fence right yeah i think there was like a bob wire fence probably mm-hmm. yeah and and we had to like crouch underneath some trees and shit to kind of get to a clearing that walked around there was a it was almost like there was a trail that went around that um that pond that's there's that's not ryan's pond quote unquote nobody knows what the hell i'm talking about there's a there's a book called a long forgotten river and it's written about that bayou. And I took this guy out there who wrote the book and 
blah, blah, blah. He, he named the pond Ryan's pond. That's not the one that you and me are talking about though. It's the one on the, the opposite side. So mm-hmm. on this pond in this pond that we're talking about, we're walking through this. It's like, there's a clear, I don't know, man. It's like the trees are overgrown. The lake's right here. And you kind of have to walk through this like path underneath the trees. If I'm remembering, right. If this sounds right to you, I don't even remember that detail. uh, uh, So, but so was the dead cow right over the fence or was it like, yeah, I feel like a little bit. I feel like it was maybe, yeah. After we got over the fence, it was kind of in between the fence and where the, the pond was. It was, I don't think we walked very far and we were like, holy shit there's a fucking big huge dead cow here yeah and you I, said when we were talking about this before there was no smell yeah I that's what i remember you know yeah i remember thinking that was the first thing that popped out of my head was this should smell like death like there should be some, you know unless it had it had like just happened or something but yeah i mean who knows i don't you know who knows but um I don't remember if we actually saw like an eye missing or an ear missing or anything done. I feel like stuff was missing. And and my memory is a cavity in the, in the stomach area. Like there's, that sounds right. Yeah. I I didn't really, I don't really remember that until you, until you said that, like, I kind of, I think I kind of forgot that detail, but it was like, it was a mutilated cat. Like something had been done to it that you were just like, why i just remember thinking why like what the fuck is the point of this well and all we have in in our neighbor or in our neighborhood but in our neck of the woods there's no wolves that we know of there's coyotes that's for sure um but But if it was like if it was coyote or something like that i think it would have been like it would have been this thing was attacked like it i don't remember thinking they didn't look they didn't take any meat it was like weird shit that was missing yeah, yeah it was weird shit that was missing it's like so the inside of its chest or or stomach area was was missing oh hey since i'm doing this expanding reality expanding reality podcast.com some of you may be hearing a lot about all the ufo talk lately there is an awesome show that covers ufo consciousness psychedelics and the beyond check out the link in the description below expanding reality there you can become an expansive insider and check out awesome bonus content now with that being done i'm not getting paid for that by the way <laughs> i am getting uh i i do have in uh ex, what does he call that insider expansive insider access to his website though so which is cool because that's a paid portion of his website and so if you guys wanted to get some crazy fucking shit that you can't see on his regular website give him a little cash and get to go see it go check it out all right so back to our story the uh so inside the the cow is like there's this like hole in its thing. I think when you brought up the eye deal, I do think eyes were missing. I don't know about ears. Yeah, I I, I want to say that one of the eyes was missing. I mean, well, I don't I don't even know if I saw both of them, but I I do think yeah, that there was, was an like eye midnight. missing. You know, it was late at night, so we I mean may not have been able to see all that stuff. And we I don't even. Carry- flashlights with us that's what i was gonna say yeah i mean that usually we'd just be going by like moonlight kind of yeah it was like all right cool i guess our eyes worked good enough that we could fucking navigate in the dark dude i remember i remember being able to being very prideful of the fact that i could navigate through those woods in at nighttime you know and miss spider webs and shit 
you know, like because those big banana spiders would be out there. I mean, I didn't always miss them, by the way. One time I took acid and one of them ended up on my face. Whether it was real or not, I don't know, but it fucked <laughs> me up. Fucking Courtney Cox found me in a tree like three hours later. Like, what are you doing? And she like pulled the spider off my face. Oh, man, that was... Uh, uh. Damn. I'm arachnophobic. All right, so we saw... So we see this mutilated cow. We don't know really what it's about, why it's been why it's been gutted it's missing an eye that's just a thing i mean we saw that but we're out there we're looking for we're looking for bigfoot or something and we decide to leave and we start heading back the other direction and yeah came the direction. back of the way we came basically yeah and we, yeah we're walking back down the same retracing our steps back and that's when we get the fucking wretched smell you know maybe halfway back down the trail or whatever very i would say a pretty good damn distance away from where the cow was but i mean yeah, the cow didn't have any smell anyway but um yeah it, it smelled the way that i thought that dead cow would have smelled and right. definitely didn't smell that on the way there it was on the way back and we stopped and i remember looking into the bushes into the darkness and thinking is there something looking back at me right now and just having that feeling like something's watching us kind of. And I was like, well, fuck man, if it's going to jump out and kill me, it's going to jump out and kill me. It's like, yeah. whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You know, I was like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. This is uh pretty fucking eerie. And you know, yeah, we, we just kept walking and yeah. Yeah. We were like trying to be calm or whatever. Like, cause we both acknowledged the smell. Oh yeah. I mean, my adrenaline, that was my fucking adrenaline was gone. Like, through the fucking roof at that point i'm sure i was acting very calm and collected but i, I mean yeah those those were the thoughts i was having like you know we have to turn our back essentially and keep walking and it's like fuck is this thing about to just come out behind us and fucking snatch us up or something but the thing that yeah. the thing that i've noticed about the ones that lived in that area was that they they would be they could be intimidating, but most of the time they were just watching. And like, if they got stumbled upon, uh, they wouldn't necessarily, some of them would run, but they wouldn't necessarily like they would, I mean, I don't know. Like they, I don't, I don't think they were ever out there trying to hurt people or any, or hurt anybody, but really, but like the things yeah, you would get. So like all of a sudden you'd be walking like art, like this story right here we're walking and all of a sudden you smell this smell of death. And that's what I told everybody. I was like, it smells like fucking death. And I don't know why they smell like that. It's this musty. I mean, I thought thing. he was, if he was just mutilating that fucking cow, well, he got up now that the smell got on him somehow or something. I, I remember thinking that, but yeah, who well, knows? Like he always, they all, well, they always stank. And if you got close and, and here's the thing about that. It's like I've seen them multiple times and never smelled a single thing, but it's the times, the not even five times, like two or three times that I got very, accidentally very close. So when you could smell them, so the thing is, if that wasn't, that had to have been one of them because one, like you said, on the way there, the smell wasn't there. On the way back, mm -hmm. it showed up, and yeah. and we were walk the the woods are like we're you know we're right here these are the woods we were right next to it so that fucker was sitting back there staring at us or something he brought his Possibly. old stink, his yeah. or her old stink with him 
dude, you were the one who brought up a because you're like, well, where the fuck do these things live? You know, and I'd seen, I'd found like nests of things, but it could have been anything that made these nests. But it was like, you know, like that could have been coyotes that they make circles and all kinds of weird shit. But it was the weird ones where you find the domes of trees and shit that were like laid over each other. But like, but you had brought up like, what if they fucking dig tunnels or something? And I remember thinking like, holy shit, what if they fucking dig tunnels? I'd never thought of that. I mean, not even that. There's caverns all underneath Katie. So there's there's a cave system there already. Yep. Yep, there's, that could be one of the ways gas and stuff out of or they used to extract natural gas out of like methane or whatever there was one right down dude there was one right down the road from my parents neighborhood i think it might still be there or maybe it's closed down because they pulled out all the natural gas or whatever but that's a yeah that's a super good point and i never could be never ever thought about that i got a hundred stories about these bigfoot things what other you got any other ones from going out there with me no i mean that was like the most that was like the one night where something actually happened. I mean, there were probably, I don't know, at least 10, 20 other times. And then there, there were times that I would go out there with a bandmate or I remember taking Brandon out there before and, and you weren't there. I was just like, you know, we're like, fucking let's go out in these woods and see, you yeah. know, and nothing, never, happened. nothing ever happened. No, just that one time. You basically had to be out there all the time. And because I lived out there, you know, I got I have more stories than most people because I just lived in the woods. I got some fucking crazy stories. One day we'll go into all of them because I was thinking about that the other day. It's like we well, don't tell these stories. You know, I don't tell these stories to people like I don't bring this shit up. People think you're fucking crazy. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like you didn't even tell me about it for a while. I feel like there yeah. there was, pro- you know, you didn't it was, like I knew you for quite a few years before you. You finally mentioned it, and I was like, "What? what are you the fuck? All right, let's go. Let's go out in these woods. Come on!" And uh, it start well. It started picking up. Like Andy knew about it. Like me and Andy, uh, Andrew, um, our buddy Andrew is uh, we're mutual friends with. Uh, he had experienced some stuff out there with me uh, in this, a similar vein, and like we were standing up on top of this. It's I don't know how to explain it. Buffalo Bayou gouges a hole through the land you know and so there's all this eroded land so it's like we say cliffs but like we're in we're in south texas there's no fucking cliffs here but it's you know it's the edge of the bayou yeah yeah, the edge of the bayou and we're looking down me and andy are looking down and one side's rolling down there's no erosion on the other side it's all on the side we're standing on we're looking down and there's the fuck is that are those wild boars or some shit and like literally we're both looking over there what the fuck? And then one of them stands up. And we're like, holy fuck. <laughs> Me and Andy took off running. I remember Andy was a little chubby back then. And like, he couldn't, I fucking blew past his ass. I was gone. He's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> so we kept fucking running. Because <laughs> the ones I would see, especially when I was younger, they would be on all fours, but then they could stand up like bears. There ain't no fucking bears in Texas. Well, there are East Texas, East Texas. Oh, bears. one here. Here is another. I can add another Bigfoot story because this. I remember this came back into my memory when you started telling me about it. I must have been like five years old or four, six years old or something. One of the neighbors comes and knocks on my parents' door, 
and the guy was a hunter and he was like you guys don't have bears in texas right and my dad's like no no i don't think no there's no bears in texas and he's like okay come jump in the truck we'll take a ride down the street real quick i want you to look at these tracks and uh it was <clears throat> we drove to, just a little ways down Franz road where um grand parkway is now and pull you know pulled off on a little side dirt road basically yeah where grand parkway would be and um you know we, we go start walking a little ways and he you get up to this print in the mud and it's a big ass footprint in the mud and we're you know everybody's just like i don't know what the fuck that is yeah you yeah. know like that's definitely not a bear i mean yeah not a bear and, uh, what the fuck is it yeah i didn't know he was just like okay and uh i mean what what a great coincidence that he he just happened to go and knock on our door and, and show and i ended up seeing it um yeah. but yeah that easily just that memory just disintegrated into nothing until when you told me you had seen bigfoot i was just like oh man yeah my fucking old neighbor was asking about bear tracks and there's no bears in texas and and showed us that and i was like yeah there's something to that definitely 100 percent, dude me and cliff god rest his soul me and cliff were out in the woods uh and we found a cat print it was a cat that was the size of my hand i mean okay we have bobcats i don't think bobcats are that fucking big i don't you know, know maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe a big ass bobcat but i remember like what the fuck kind of I but also uh, with this a couple of years later me and Cliff did that when we were like 17 a couple of years later I had to go get ice I remember it was Christmas it was Christmas Eve my mom always has Christmas Eve over at the house so we had all the relatives over and they were like we're out of ice Ryan could you go to the store and get ice so I drive down 1463 they had just made a new store over off of Pinnock Road but if you remember you could go you could leave my parents neighborhood take a right and drive down until you got to this weird road. And I can't remember the name of the road, but you could take a, a left on that road. And the, the only thing over there was a horse, a place where like, I don't know, they kept horses. It was like horse stables or something. So I'm going down that road. Now there's fucking houses everywhere. But back then it was just fields and that one horse stable. And I see the goddamn fucking king of the jungle. I mean, a mountain lion walk across the road. I'll never forget it. Clear as day. Like hmm. mountain lion. Like holy shit! Yeah, I bet that's saw... the thing that made the track, right? You know? I've never, never saw any mountain lions ever. That's the whole, that's the only time I ever saw one. I, everything else was bobcats. I think I saw a little cat. Oh, I can't remember the name of them. They had like a little. It, it's like bigger than a house cat, but not much, and it's speckled, and it comes from Mexico. I think I saw one of the, whatever, whatever that is. Jaguar, 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 whatever. One of them things. But for the most part. Everything was normal out there, dude. It was fucking coyotes, raccoons, possums, armadillos, bobcats. That's your, like, that's what, if you saw anything out there, oh, Bigfoot. But, you know, <laughs> for the most part, it was just those those regular old animals, and then you'd get the occasional monkey man. But, cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, and, we can talk more about monkey man in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Let's talk about UFOs. Mm -hmm. So 
I'll tell my story real quick. Uh, I have a, I have multiples. Well, I have two UFO stories, but the ones that involved the woods that you and I were in happened for me in 1997. I was with Chad McKinney. We went to go check on our friend, Gabe, you know, Gabe Crockett, and he would, he'd been in a four wheeler accident. And so we went to go uh, see his brother. His brother wasn't home. So we turned around, we had to walk through a cow field to get there. So we turned around, we walked back. I remember we were smoking cigarettes. Yes. We were bad kids. Uh, we're, we're smoking cigarettes and we're looking at the ground. It was in the summertime. And all of a sudden I could see all the ragweed on the ground because the field was just illuminated and it's midnight. And we look over, we look North towards I 10 and there's just a giant ball of light and it lit up the entire fucking ground. I take off running. Chad McKinney's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, it's fucking aliens. And I'm fucking running because men in black had just come out by the way. I take off running and Chad's like, oh shit. And so he starts running and then I stop and I'm like, dude, what, what? And it's still lighting up the whole ground. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is that? He goes, you're right. It's aliens. It runs past me. Like this should be in a movie. You know, and he hauls ass. We get to the fence. We jump the fence. We get to my parents' house. There's a big circle driveway before you go in the driveway. We sit down. We we're talking for hours. We're kind of looking in the sky. Like we think we're seeing stuff, but I don't know about that. Uh, maybe we had convinced ourselves that we were seeing stuff at this point, but we had definitely seen the big bright light. I'm like, all right, dude, well, we're not going to find out any information about Gabe tonight. Let's go inside. So we start walking down my parents' driveway. My parents' driveway goes in like a little corner, kind of, it does, it does a little curve in it. When we're starting to walk towards the curve. I can remember hearing Chad McKinney's cleats. They were actually my cleats. He was wearing my cleats from football and, I remember hearing him walking and looking and I looked in the, at that turn in my parents' driveway and saw something black, a shadow, a black shadow standing sh short. And then I thought there's moonlight coming through. And I thought there was like three or four other things standing over here that looked like gray aliens, which I don't think that, I don't think that part was real. I think that was the moonlight coming down, but there's 100% for sure. The black figure standing on that corner. And I said, Chad, I don't think we should tell anybody about this. Cause there's a fucking guy standing in my driveway. And then Chad said, I see him too. We turned around and fucking hauled ass the other direction. I mean, like, and then we ran all the way to one corner and then we heard footsteps or something. And we ran all the way to another corner. And then we heard like this, uh, like some weird fucking sound. And then, so we got all the way to 1463. When we got to 1463, we're, we're seventh graders or, so, or I'm a seventh grader. He's an eighth grader. We never got on that fucking road. You don't get on that. There's no cars back then. There's no one driving up and down that road at nighttime, but it's a big road. You don't, you just don't go on it, you know, and we did. So we start running down that way. Then we heard more footsteps. The story continues. Chad will tell you the exact same story. Like we run down this, we hear footsteps. We hear that weird uh, sound fucking following us. We get some, like we cut back into the, we cut back into the, the field and we run back to Gabe's house. We see something in the in the in the sky between Chad McKinney's house and and Gabe's house, and I still don't know what that was. It looked like a fucking gate. It was just this bright, like almost like almost like it was a billboard that you that wasn't supposed to be there. You know, it's just this bright light billboard thing in between the two houses. Me and Chad are like, "What the fuck is that?" A paper boy comes by, throws some fucking shit out of the you know the car. Then we jump the fence and run up to big mike's window because we see big mike's truck is there and we start beating on and big mike will tell you the story this from his point of view we'll beat on his fucking window like, let us in <laughs> like, we're being chased this is fucked up and 
He lets us in. We're frantic. We tell him what's going on. Mike himself saw the same light when he was driving home from the hospital. Mike has a different story, a different angle of it. Mike said, and I always thought Mike was full of shit, but hell, my story sounds like I'm full of shit. So, I mean, I who am I to say? But Mike was like, I saw that light. And that's the last thing I remember before I woke up underneath the bridge, that bridge going over um, 1463 right there at I-10. His Dodge, mm-hmm. his Dodge uh, Ram that he had, that black one. I think you remember that truck. He he said he ended up outside of it laying on the ground. At, he saw the light and then he woke up laying on the ground outside of it. He doesn't know what the fuck happened. I don't, I'd like, oh, man, I'd love to talk to him about that story, actually. Because I really legitimately, no, I don't think... He's just a ta- he's just attaching on to our our story of seeing crazy shit, but I don't know. Yeah, I never I don't remember hearing that part of it. Yeah. Okay, so now that I've monopolized all of the time talking about me, because that's apparently what I do, let's let's talk about your UFO stories, and in particular, I don't know if you want to start off it with the recent ones, or if you want to start off with ones you've seen before in the past, or I'll, I'll just. I'll try and start from from like the first one that I definitely was like, what the fuck is that? I was <clears throat> I was just driving over to Doug's. I must have been like, I don't know, eighteen or nineteen, I think. Sure. And right. uh, this is when there was still, you know, Friends Road was still two lanes. Um, yep. It was still uh, got somewhat quiet out there, but yeah, I was driving past. Um, you know, road stadiums coming up on my left. Yep. And I see there's like this little wooded area across from road stadium. And those, those woods are actually still, it's a very small little section now, but I've noticed they built a neighborhood over there. They built a gas station, a retirement home, but this little section of wood for whatever reason, uh, it, it just doesn't get cut down, which I, I thought that was kind of weird, but um, yeah. So I look over and there's a, a fucking flying saw, like a, you know, a saucer shaped thing fl- just slowly flying up out of the woods and I'm driving and, you know, there's nowhere to even pull over, but I remember looking at it like as much as I could. Yeah. Um, it looked very similar to the movie. Uh, I want to say it was close encounters of the third kind. The, the, okay. So that was like a huge UFO at the end. But yeah. it, th- it, that was actually very close to what it looked like. It had ve- it had lights all over it, and it had like these pol- like poles sticking out in all different directions on the top, on the bottom, and then there would be like a little light, like lights at the end of the poles too. Just really fucking weird. And this is before drones were popular or even really existed. I don't think. I mean, and, not, not uh, for the, yeah, probably not for the, at that time, if, yeah, if we're 18, 19 years old, definitely like the, not the military might've had yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know, it didn't do anything humanly impossible. Like it was, um, uh, J-Rap's calling me. That's cool. J-Rap, I'm doing a, I'm doing a podcast, man. Can I call you back? Yes. All right. Okay, badass dude. I'll call you after this. I'm I'm on a podcast with Sean Boy. Sean Boy says, "What's up?" Yeah. He says, "Hey." All right. Thanks, man. Love you too. Later. I totally did not mean to pick that up. My watch picked it up. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I get to Doug's house, and I was like, 
I think I just saw a fucking UFO on my drive over here. And he looks at me like, okay, you know, like, yeah, like, like, what the fuck do you even say to that? Yeah, it's just like fucking weird. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Like, it was definitely not a helicopter. Definitely not, you know. But yeah, I mean, it didn't, it didn't like shoot off at any fast speed. Like, you know, I watched it as long as I could. Eventually, you know, it gets out of, out of my view, my, the roof yeah. of my car, whatever cuts. And I'm, I've got a, I'm trying to drive at the same time. Right. But, right. um, <clears throat> I definitely have the, the image still burned in my head of like what that thing looked like. I wish I was really good at uh, drawing and I would just, uh, I could just draw it. I'm sure I'll, I'll get there one day. But, uh, that was one of the first ones. There was, there was one that had happened a few years before that, but I, I've only recently come to the conclusion that it was a UFO. So I'd went to the observatory in Brazos Bend to see the planet, the planet Mars was going to be passing closer to the earth than it, than it will be, you know, again in my lifetime or some really long time. So I was like, all right, let's definitely go should go try to look at look at it through the telescope the big yeah. huge telescope and um <clears throat> they had the the telescope focused on it and you know they they pointed they have you know laser pointer and they point like, there's the planet mars yeah and you clearly see it was way brighter than all the other ones and um you know sitting there waiting my turn the talk uh yeah i want to say that what was it? The taller people go first, or the short people go first, and then they they lower the the floor down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you get it eventually gets to your turn. Well, before it gets to my turn, <clears throat> I I see the planet Mars start flashing, and then slowly just fly off to the left, and then it flies out of view because you know the observatory it just has a little slit in the roof. Yeah, right. So it just starts flashing and flies off to the left flies out of view and i was like the planet mars just flew away disappeared (laughs) like i mean i know it's insane like this doesn't make sense at all right and um you know i I don't remember if one of the astronomers commented something and you know actually another thing i want to say that there was a group of three astronomers there and i think that they knew this was about to happen because i remember them counting down like, I don't know how you're going to know the exact time, but I swear I remember like a countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7. And then when it happened, you know, hearing like some gas, like, you know, like what, you know, and, yeah. you know, like a little bit of excitement. And then I like I immediately was like, I just saw the planet Mars fucking fly away. It started flashing and flew off to the left. And they, uh, immediately someone's like, oh, no, no, you know, that's there's no way. And then the next person goes up to the telescope and looks in the eyepiece and they're like, oh, I, don't, I don't see anything. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I just saw this thing. It just flew off. <laughs> and uh, like, they were like, okay, well, something that must be obstructing the view. We're just going to focus on something else now. And I'm like, for years, I was like, what the fuck happened? What the hell? I have like no logical explanation as to how did that happen and um so just recently i've come to the conclusion that that was a ufo yeah and for what i don't know why it would be acting like the planet mars or what the the meaning of that is at all but But, that's like like just up right so like it's just up there and it looks like a planet to us to the casual observer 
And then mm -hmm. it's like, it's time to move. And so it turns its blinking lights on and then decides and to just, move. It yeah, becomes, just now, now it becomes, now it becomes a, a, an aerial, you know, a human aircraft. So like when you, when you listen to some of the, the encounters of uh, UFOs from back <clears> in the day, they don't talk about blinking lights because we didn't have air traffic back then. Right. There's like, there's nobody in the skies yeah. back then. And not, not, not a blinking light. Like you would think of an airplane. I mean, like, Imagine seeing a, a big bright star that just stripped completely out, completely on, completely out, okay. completely on. Oh, wow. And like as and then it starts flying off to the left while it's doing that. And I was just wow. like, this is fucking weird. That's crazy. But yeah, one of the one of the sightings that I've had recently that after the sighting happened, I was it completely jogged my memory because something basically like the exact same thing happened i guess I'll, I'll get to that um <clears throat> i don't think um I'm trying to think where i don't think i'm leaving anything out so yeah um i had randomly you know heard come across these guys on youtube uh talking about sending out thought into space and like welcoming the ufos to show themselves so had you and, seen? Had you seen? Sorry to interrupt, but had you seen that dude? I think he was a black dude. Not that that matters. I'm just trying for reference. But he would he called he would call on Yahweh. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I just came across him more fuckers. recently. Yeah, so he would all of a sudden shit would just fucking appear in the mm -hmm. fucking sky. Yeah, and I mean he did I it for news stations. Was, like yeah. the news station would come out and they're like, all right, let's get this crazy fuck on. And then the the fucking <laughs> newscasters like. uh there's something up there, you know, right. like, fuck, this is actually happening. Yeah. And you'd see it pop in the camera. Poof, all of a sudden <clears> it just showed up. So is it, is it somewhere, uh, something similar to that kind of? I suppose so. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically just like getting in a, in a, like, like I would get like a meditative state and, uh, you know, he would actually have groups and, you know, I'm thinking this guy's he's making money off of it. I'm not I don't really agree with that, but he you know, he still does it and they'll they go out to different little expeditions, different parts of uh, the country or whatever, and they all they pay money to this dude and it's like a retreat or whatever. And you know, they get they have sightings and it you know, that's yeah. that's I think that's really interesting. It just um I don't think there should be any kind of uh you know, profiting off of it. Sure. But anyways, right. it was definitely, you know, it caught my interest and I was like, oh, I'll randomly try it, you know, maybe once a year, a couple of times a year or something. Just whenever, if I got the idea and if I'm, you know, out staring out at the stars, all right, you know, if there's something there, show yourself. And nothing had ever happened. Um, then I was, uh, so I, I moved over to Scotland. I was over here. I was watching a <clears throat> UFO witness uh, story. It was um, it was actually a guy talking about the the Nimitz uh, Tic Tac UFO, and yeah, okay. it was not not the um, the guys that you always see on the news. There's there's another guy. I can't remember. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he's. Uh, He's telling parts of the story that they're not really mentioning on any of the mainstream places. So I'm kind of like, oh, this is interesting. And even the guy interviewing him kind of like called him out trying to 
basically call him a liar or something. Oh, wow. Okay. And you could tell, like, the guy got visibly upset and he's like, I'm not fucking making this up. You know, I'm yeah. just, I'm, I'm telling you some, some more details that obviously it's not really being talked about yet. And uh, for what, you know, whatever reason, I guess he, maybe he was trying to discredit him or something, but I was like, wow, okay, this guy seemed, I thought he seemed very genuine. And um, so that I was like, you know, I thought I was laying next to my, my window and um, was like laid on the couch, I had the laptop on my lap and I'm watching this, uh, you know, interview. And then I was like, I'm going to try and do this again. And uh, but <clears throat> this time I, I did the Wim Hof method where you do uh, deep breathing. You do like 30 or 40 really deep breaths. And then on the exhale, you stop and hold it for as long as you can. And then when you feel the urge to breathe, you breathe in, hold it for 15 seconds. And that was round one. <clears throat> so I did that and when like when i was holding my breath i was sending out thought you know this is a safe place you're welcome to show yourself that's it that's all i was i was just kind of repeating repeating yeah. that in my head over and over this is a safe place you're welcome to show yourself and um got to round two and there had been okay there was these two stars that i was kind of using as like a reference point that are kind of like straight up from where i'm at Okay. And um, then, like, out of the corner of my eye, this is a perfectly clear night. <clears throat> out of the corner of my eye, I see these two really bright stars. And I was like, "That those weren't there before. Put the laptop down, like, sit up. I'm like, I get, you know, I get up closer to the window. And I'm like, what the fuck are these two bright lights in the sky? Yeah, And then a third one appeared and that's when I was like, holy shit. And they were all, they were like three different levels of brightness and sure. they, they all, it's, I, I want to say that it, it's like it never moved, but it, it had to have moved a little bit because anyway, the, the different levels of brightness adjust and become the exact same. So now there's three like stars maybe you will yeah. in the sky and and then it forms a perfect equilateral triangle and that's when i was just like oh my god and i i waved yeah <laughs> and i said help oh shit. that was the first thing i said is help because i feel like our fucking planet is so the planet isn't fucked the planet is being fucked by us yeah and i don't know how to stop it i don't know what to do um there's we're we are obviously fucking up as humans right now and we are the virus it's like you know it's hopeless like what are, what are, what are you gonna do oh let me just let me just call up somebody in the government Hey, can we do something just a little bit different? It's like, no, like, where do you even fucking start to try to, you know? So, yeah, that was, that's what I said. And um, then just really slowly, one of the lights just gets smaller and smaller, and then it's disappeared. The next oh, one, shit. same thing, smaller and oh, smaller, disappeared. Didn't fly off, 
it just like disappeared into another fucking dimension. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them did the same thing. That's how I think it. That's how I think they would burn out or, or, you know, disappear too. Is like, well, what if they just went backwards from your viewpoint and just, yeah, I mean, that's that's, speed. That's what you, yeah, that's what it could have been easily. Um, Crazy, dude. That's so cool. So there's, there's a little bit more. I was, so now, you know, now I'm just like pumped up and, uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start doing it again. I was gonna start doing the deep breathing again. I was like, let's see <clears throat> if I if this is gonna happen again. And you know, another thing, I could have reached out and grabbed. I had my phone, you know, within arm distance or whatever. I could have reached out, grabbed it, started recording. And I I specifically had the thought, I don't want to be seen with a fucking phone in my hand. I want to enjoy this moment and take it in for what it is. Right. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to prove anything to anybody. And even if you have a video, that's not if, you know, like I remember seeing videos on YouTube from these guys saying they could do this. And I'm like, nah, you, you can dismiss it. There's a million yeah, sure. ways you can dismiss it and explain it away until you actually see it yourself. You're not going to really believe it, you know? <clears throat> but, um, so I was like, okay, let's see. You know, maybe it was just a coincidence. Maybe this was going to happen, whether I was doing this or not. And I start doing deep breathing again, just like another round. And then an orange light, like directly off in front of me on the horizon, appears, starts flashing, and slowly flies off to the left. Oh, shit. And that's when I was... I don't think I don't know if I had the thought right then, but I think definitely the next day. That's when I realized the shit that I saw at the observatory was a UFO. It kind of connected. It connected that for me, and I was like, "All right, I actually I finally have an explanation for that. That's fucking awesome." And um, <clears throat> so then after you know it flies off to the left out of sight, and then um, I had actually I I called my mom and told her you know basically what I just told you. And yeah. uh, she was like, yeah, you know, maybe you live on a ley line or something. Right when she yeah. said fucking ley line, another orange light, it was a lot closer. It just appeared real quick, got bright, and then faded out into nothing. And I was like, right when you, I was like, right when you said that, I just saw another one. And that was the last one that I saw that night. But definitely um, just some like out of this world type shit and um yeah that's awesome it helped connect that that dot for me this you know that question had been bugging the the shit out of me for years decades i guess right yeah and it finally uh gave me a, a a decent explanation for that and what else um ah i'll i'll try to i'll send you this video so the next day i was like let me look up this guy on youtube again and sure enough he had made a new documentary on ce5 close encounters of the fifth kind which is human initiated <clears throat> human initiated contact so i i start watching his new documentary i'm right and down. hold on let me write this down this i want to see this i might have to i might have to send it to, i want to say it might okay. be called um he has he has like four or five dvds i think it might be called 
unacknowledged, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll find, I'll get the exact name of it and uh, send it to you. <clears throat> but okay, I start watching his new DVD or whatever, and not even five minutes into it, there is a video of pretty much exactly what I've just described about the, the lights that appeared and made the perfect equilateral triangle and then disappeared. Yeah, there is a video, pretty much exactly what I saw. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. That is legit. Like now, like I'm watching it. I I just saw this last night. I was like, yeah. this is for real. This is no fucking bullshit. And um, it's just super interesting. So then I start, you know, find, I start, you know, looking into trying to meet other people who are into this shit here in Scotland. Sure, and yeah. I, I've, I've come across this group and um, we try to do meetings like once a month, like the first Saturday of the month. And um, anyways, we, we had planned a little road trip to go down to Stonehenge. Um, yep. There was going to be a big, uh, like a UK CE5 meetup um, and go try it down there with, like, I think it was like 40 of us. It was like one of the biggest UK meetups to do this. And um, we go... Uh, was, I think it was called Nap Hill, possibly. It was not not that far away from Stonehenge at all. Okay. Um, but yeah, that that basic area, and um, you know, we're doing like some meditation stuff, doing Om, and uh, you know, like getting you know, trying to get whatever positive energy there, and uh, and and welcoming them. And um, I see this blue orb it's not like a perfect circle it was you know it's like kind of weird you know it's sure. weird this fucking weird uh maybe 20 30 yards away it was kind of moving along the fence line okay and you know immediately i'm you know you start trying to dismiss it like oh you know it's is some asshole over there doing that is are they you know somebody you know it's obviously like you're yeah. But uh, I'm trying to explain it, I'm trying to explain it away. But no, uh, this it, this weird looking like blue light flies over, and then it goes to a tree, and then it goes up the trunk of the tree to the top of the tree, and then disappears at the top of the tree. And I was just like, "What the fuck is that?" And then there was um, people said they they were pointing it out they were trying to point it out they're saying they're seeing a triangle craft fly over with like three lights i only saw two lights fly over pretty fast and then these lights appeared off in the distance kind of on the horizon and every you know that's when everyone really gets excited and they were like oh you know we have we've got something over here off in the distance and um you know, I'm I'm like I'm sitting there quiet still. Trying, I'm trying to discern like, okay, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, and like a bright light in the center, and like maybe two or three on the edge, and it's you know it's pretty far off in the distance. But <clears throat> guys, there had some really big binoculars, so I looked this thing through the binoculars, and 
it was definitely weird. It wasn't a plane. It wasn't a helicopter. And the thing was sitting there for hours. It was still sitting there when we left, actually. But um, you I'm looking like at the, finally bored with it. You're like, all right, well, that was cool. I, let's, I, let's roll you know, out. <laughs> I wasn't, man. But yeah, like, sure enough, like, not long. I would say within an hour of it appearing, yeah, people were just kind of like, okay, that's it. And like, started trailing, like half the group kind of starts trailing what do you out think, or whatever. Now, what do you think? If if you were the observer inside the craft looking down, and let's say that the craft came because of the energy everybody was put out was putting out, obviously it did because that's why you guys were there. They're like, "We are here, check us out!" And then everyone's like, "All right, that was cool." And they start trailing off, like <laughs> just start leaving. I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even like some of the the people that I had went there with, I could just tell like how quickly they became uninterested. And I was just like, I mean, like it took me, you know, a good five or 10 minutes where, before I was really convinced that it was something sure. out of the ordinary. But once, yeah. once I came to that conclusion, I was just like, okay, wow, this is fucking cool. Yeah. One of the, th I'm looking through these binoculars and I see like another light appear over here. And then it does like a perfect half semicircle. It comes over here to the other side of these like five lights and then disappears and i was like okay that's weird like that's not yeah yeah that's not a plane like okay what the fuck is that that's fucking weird and then um Dude. so then maybe an hour goes by or so and you know we're, all, we're just hanging out around the campfire talking and still you know looking over at this thing at least i am and um i get the idea i'm gonna get my laser pointer and and signal it so I, yeah. I shine my laser pointer in the direction and I start, I do like the Fibonacci sequence just up to like 13. Um, that's just something that I, I like randomly do now to just yeah, up, I mean, up into the sky. And yeah, what a uh, great idea. So, you know, I figured it's, yeah, it's a number pattern that shows some level of intelligence. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's seen a, everywhere in nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a quick way to maybe try to communicate to some other being or whatever. Um, so I, I start flashing that at it. And once I get to 13 and stop, it starts flashing back. Like it didn't do, excuse me. <clears throat> it didn't do the Fibonacci sequence back. It just started flat. Like it, it hadn't been flashing the entire time. It fucking flashed back at me. And I was like, Oh, Shit. I was like, it's responding. And like other people saw it too. And they're like, Oh wow. You know, what the fuck? What the fuck and does that mean? <laughs> did it a second time like just try this again sure enough it and then it flashed back again the second time and i was like yeah there's something on the other side of that yeah <laughs> there's some intelligence uh doing something there wow and watching yeah. like definitely know, responding watching respond oh my god dude that is that's these are cool these are i i've got that weird light one and i've got another one with the triangle thing uh, but that's about it like that's a fucking what triangle cool. what are we talking about what triangle so in um 2012 i was i had i started my new career as a coatings inspector so i'm no longer touring in bands or anything so I, but i have to drive to san angelo all the time coincidentally the company that i work for now bought this plant but um the company i worked for then um I just needed to go out to San Angelo and do these inspections. Long story short, I'm driving somewhere between Brady, Texas and 
Llano, Texas. And I think there's like 60 miles or something in between there. You guys can Google it, figure it. I don't know. But there's nothing fucking out there. There's nothing out there. No, it's not, nothing. You're just driving down fucking nowhere road, especially 11 or 10 years ago. And I, I get out. I'm somewhere, but I'm getting close to Brady, Texas. Over on my right. I can't believe I haven't told you this. I've probably told you this before. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm thinking I may have heard it, but I, I still want to hear it again now. Sure. So, like, over here on my right, I'm looking over, and I'm like, well, dude, there's these fucking lights flying in the field. And they're above the – It's they're not in the field. They're not, like, down – like, not, like, fairies dancing on the fucking grass or something. You know, they're up. They're up. Yeah, they're I think you there. have – you think you told me it was – I think I just remember hearing one light. I don't remember hearing triangle. But, yeah, please continue. Well, it was three – it was three or four lights, three for sure. And they were all, I thought they were all moving separately. Like they were all by, like they had their own flow. And then I like, you know, if memory serves me, right. I like look over, I'm like, holy shit. And I, I think I had just gotten a smartphone and the smartphone was like this big, you know, like they weren't as big as they are now. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to pull over and take these take a photo or take a video of it because i guess that was a capability that we hadn't had before so i'm like i'm gonna take a fucking video of this for dawn and sure and i get out of my car and i go i'm driving a ford something some car some sports car and i get out and i go to take the photo and i notice that the lights start coming towards me and i was like what the fuck and like if you've ever seen any fucking movie of any kind when the lights notice you and start coming towards you it's time to roll so I got back in the car because I got scared. But I fucking started. I didn't even get it. I didn't even get to hit record on nothing. So I get in the car and I start driving. Well, the lights kind of go back off into the distance and start doing their own little thing. I'm like, okay, Ryan, you just got scared. You spooked yourself. We got to get a picture of this. You have to. <laughs> pull, pull over and I'm going to go do the same thing. Lights stop dead in their tracks and start coming towards me. This time they form a triangle. And it's perfect. The lights are the same. They're, I don't remember them blinking. I don't remember them blinking at all. I just remember them being lights. I'm not saying they didn't blink. I'm just, as far as my memory goes, I don't remember them blinking. It's been a decade. And then now they're moving together like it's one giant craft. And I swear to God, I could almost see the giant, like a giant craft. But it didn't make any sense because before they were independent. So maybe that was just my eyes trying to make sense of something. Anyway, at, at this point, they're, it's coming closer. Still can't really see what the fuck's going on. It comes in. I'm driving this way and it comes in front of me, gets in front of the vehicle. And so I'm here. It's up here. There's a cliff. It's not a cliff, but like a hill or something right here. And this thing is up here. And all of a sudden this fucking light comes on. It's not a, it's not a beam. There's no, it's not a beam. It's just like a warm red or maybe orange light. And it comes on and I'm like, oh fuck, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. The light comes on and it turns off and the thing moves off. But I've never, I've not seen any physical craft. I'm not even seeing what's behind the light that turned on. It didn't, I didn't get like shadows or or light on me or not that i can remember i just remember seeing it turn on it was like a heater or something 
it was weird you know like it just like like maybe like if you were looking directly into the back end of a jet engine of an f-16 or something it just was this warm thing came on and then went away and and it went this direction i was like holy fuck what the fuck what the fuck and it went back off in the field and then i get to this road i'm gonna draw this so i get to this road i'm on see if you guys can see it so i'm on this sorry i'm on this Mm -hmm. road and this is a major highway and uh this is brady texas so i get i get right here and i stop again and i'm like okay so here's the field and this is the field where the craft was or Mm -hmm. whatever or the crafts or the lights Mm -hmm. so the the lights are all over here and they're going back this direction you know back out into nothing Mm -hmm. so i stop here i'm fucking third time fucking testing my luck here (laughs) And I'm like, I'm taking fucking photos of this thing. And I get out. I'm like, I got to get it. I just got to get it. And I go to take the photo. And it starts coming back towards me. And I mean, like, I can see Brady. I can see the town. There's a McDonald's and all kinds. Of, I just told the star- story to Don. Me and Don drove through there not too long ago. So I start driving through Brady this direction on this main road. After it starts coming back towards me. And then I watch it stay out here. But it stays out. There's nothing. There's nothing out here. The town. You, the town is, so when it's flying back at you, or you 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 were kind of like scared off, like okay, I I'm not taking scared. a picture now. Every yeah. single time. Every yeah. single time. Like it. It was. It, I was in. I wasn't intimidated. It was immediately scared. Like immediately get in your car and leave. Like this hmm. is stupid. You're doing something. Yeah. Stupid. Every wow. single time. And then so we're leaving. Or I'm leaving. I'm going uh, this direction, through the town. And this motherfucker, this, these lights stay with me all the way through. And you can imagine the road keeps going and it follows me through Brady. And I've talked to Dawn at this point, my wife, my lovely wife, she's laughing at me. I'm like, look, these, I'm telling her what's happening. Like, look, these lights have been following me. She's like, oh, aliens. Are... You know, like, <laughs> like fucking making fun of me and shit. And I was like, dude, I'm fucking serious. Anyway, I get off the phone with her. I blast through Brady. I end, I think I ended up. I got a ticket in either Brady or Eden for driving too fast, which is Eden's, I think is the next town. And I was driving too fast. Cause I'm fucking scared. Cause I was getting followed by goddamn fucking UFOs. Right. And like my <laughs> wife calls me and she's like, what's going on? You know, are you, are you still being followed by aliens? I'm like, yeah. And I got a fucking speeding ticket. I think that motherfucker's in on it too. Like, cause that's, I mean, what else would you think about? But he was, <laughs> he just gave me a speeding ticket because, but I was so terrified by the time I finally got to San Angelo. Oh, We'll get to that part in a minute. Anyway, so Dawn's like making fun of me, and I'm looking over to the right. She's like, "Are the aliens still following you?" And I look over, and I see them, and they're coasting like this in in formation, and they had been. They followed me for like sixty miles, and I said, Fuck. "I said no, I was probably just um, like I don't know, probably just missed saw something, you know, like I don't know. It was probably nothing because mm-hmm. I'm thinking if they're following me, they're also probably listening to me, and." I mean, I just remember thinking, like, what is happening to me? Like, I'm free. Like, this is really fuck. There's this is really happening. I'm really seeing mm-hmm. this, but I'm all by myself, and no one else is here to see it. What kind of fucking crazy bull? Am I fucking losing my goddamn mind? Anyway, after I acknowledged that to Don and said, "I'm not. I don't. I don't see them anymore," even though they were fucking clearly right over there. Not very long after, I couldn't see him anymore. So I don't know if they, I, and I never saw them like take off and leave. I just, you know, started looking over and was, 
you know, where are they? And I couldn't say, I would look over this way, look over that. And I couldn't find them. I got to San Angelo. I remember I went to this place that is now a uh, Starbucks. It used to be a diamond shamrock. It's a Starbucks now, but I went in there, bought a six pack, called my cousin, told my cousin about it. I'm like, dude, you're never going to fucking believe this. Mm. And, and, you know, he laughed at it. And I was like, looking around i smoked cigarettes back then so i was like outside smoking a cigarette looking around and it's like okay what if the what if like that cop stopped me so now they know now they know i know you know i mean i went down a fucking rabbit hole like i was scared as fuck it freaked me the fuck out the first time i saw one with chad or whatever that, that it was scary but not paranoia scary this time was paranoia and i haven't seen any yeah, I don't think I've seen anything since. I think that was the last time, so 2012. But yeah, so when you have this experience, the experience that you had when you see the light and it was doing that half circle thing, and then like you said, it also, like they also formed like a triangle and the lights all became the same kind of color and consistency. That reminded me of my experience where it was like they were separate but then became one. And I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. <clears throat> cray cray. One other. Okay. One other. This one's really quick. I I, I, okay. I thought I was forgetting one. This, this happened when I was um, on my way back from church. I was on a, like, I think it was on a Wednesday night. Okay. Um, it's when I used to play at the Nigerian church. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, coming i was driving off of westheimer and i turned right on to grand parkway i would have turned uh i think that would have been north on grand parkway yep and i'm on you know on the entrance ramp and a black triangle craft not light not just lights i mean like this thing it maybe looks like it's about the size of a Cessna, okay, a really wow. small plane, but yeah, um, it definitely was not a drone. If it was, it was like somebody from fucking Hollywood it created yeah. this thing to come fly it over the freeway or some shit. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm driving and it was really close. It was like maybe a couple hundred yards above me. It was like I could see it really clear, a black craft that had three there was a light on each corner and then in the center of it was this glowing shit i can only say was plasma it was yeah. like and it flew like right over my car and i remember like looking up like flying underneath this thing and just thinking what in the fuck is that <laughs> yeah. and you know i actually i you know i had a a camera phone at that time and i wish i would have just immediately pulled over got out and filmed it but i was just you know maybe you're, you're still in so much awe and i'm in just an autopilot i'm about to accelerate to get onto the freeway and I'm, that's just what i'm doing you know i didn't oh yeah. let me slam on the fucking brakes real quick and pull off on the side of the right fucking i i wish i would have but um yeah, Again, me pulling yeah, like, off on the side of the road was just because I was in the middle of nowhere. Like if I had yeah. been driving down a real, like a major highway, like uh, Grand Parkway. Well, it's not. Eh, yeah, it's a major. It's a big highway. If I had yeah, been driving yeah. down, there's no way I would have pulled over. But like at the yeah. same time, like are like you never, you didn't feel intimidated by it. You were just like, holy shit, this is cool. Yeah. As fuck. 
it was definitely <laughs> it was weird yeah and i think i called my buddy brandon and told him you know maybe five or ten minutes after it happened and he was like that was a fucking drone that was nothing is this and uh, I was like, the brandon i'm thinking of brandon black yeah 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 I, i'm related to him anyway okay yeah yeah not brandon from expanding reality no um, brandon black yeah me and him yeah got, got some blood somewhere somewhere but yeah he was just he immediately just like i was kind of surprised i thought i was maybe ex- expecting him to say like the opposite of that but um knowing brandon, he was just, that's exactly how it sounds he would be <laughs> yeah he was just like he was just a like yeah it's, bullshit. yeah it's bullshit it was i was like dude that was if that was a fucking drone again that, that was like somebody from Hollywood spent a lot of fucking time and and put some effort into just let me just fly this and fucking troll some people on the freeway real quick, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's I wonder, that was like I wonder so if, okay, one. so like if somebody was hmm, this is a good question. Like if somebody did fake it, if somebody was trying to fake it and spent a lot of money on it and did it, there would be video somewhere for sure, right? Like yeah, so or, somebody you just type in Grand Parkway, Katy, Texas, or or wherever. Uh, Grand Parkway is very long; it goes everywhere. But you know, and like Triangle Crafts. My aunt lives not far from where this happened. Okay, and uh, randomly, she had said she saw a black triangle UFO flying when she was driving through George Bush Park, which is not that far from where I was. So I was like. Yeah. Yeah, there's something flying around over there, definitely. Dude, remember when I used to... Oh, I don't know if I should say this online. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's been 25 years. I was a bad kid. You remember when I like show up with all these street signs and shit? Like fucking cones and stuff? To your oh, house yeah, and yeah. Like, Dude, look at this! <laughs> Dri- driving through fucking George Bush Park with Cliff. <laughs> we dropped off... We dropped off Joey... Joey... Uh, Joey Gaskell. Uh name dropping here hi joey dropping off his woman uh ellie to yeah to work and she would let us drink you know we were like oh i remember man we got some stories from that dude yeah we got a lot of stories from that dude (laughs) holy shit i mean and i'm turned around and i leave i believe i'm with cliff at this point and um Man, I mean, it's it's either Cliff or maybe it's you. I don't know. Now the memories are starting to blur. I don't think we it get, was me. No. Okay, so we get we get we get down to this place, and there's George driving through George Bush Park wasn't a big deal back then. There wasn't a lot of cars on the road, but cars they were steady. You know, one would go by. A few minutes later, another one would go by. Like especially at that time of night, me it was still one lane some, probably. Yeah, me and Cliff found these like road cones. And we put them across both lanes, all the way across. Like, like there's like in a straight line. There's no way for you to go around <laughs> unless you're going into the dirt. And yeah. me and Cliff drove up about 300 yards, turned the lights off in my Camaro, and just sat there and watched the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, after like 15 minutes, somebody got out of their car and was like, "This is bullshit," and moved. The <laughs> Like it was, we we thought that we got in my car and then drove to your house. I think, and it, like it was so, it was so funny because it took them, it took that first driver at least, you know, the ten or fifteen minutes to be like looking over at the other side and be like, "There's cones over there. It's crossing the whole. Why are we? 
what's going on? And there's no like turnaround. There's no detour. There's no nothing. Just orange cones in the middle of the, or the big giant. They were the big giant ones. Barrel people. That's what shithead called call them. Barrel people. Mm-hmm. Dude, we got so much more to talk about, but I feel like we've been doing this for too long. You and I have yeah. known each other for so long and we've done this forever, ever since hanging out on your mom's couch or my mom's couch, just fucking bullshitting, smoking a joint and having a great fucking time talking about fucking everything. This is why this has been a great time. This is also why you're going to come on a lot more if you want to. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Anytime. Oh, man, it was great. I, honestly, I feel I, I feel great have, having conversations like this uh, <clears throat> definitely lifts my spirit. Yeah, me too, dude. Fuck yeah. This has been great. And it's good to see your fucking face. I haven't seen you since before the plague. And yes, that's a that's a The Witcher uh, quote. Because on that show, have you seen The Witcher yet on Netflix? You need to no. watch that shit. Um, no, it's got, maybe I'll uh, check it out. It's got Henry Cavill in it. The first episode, or not the first episode, but on the first season, he's at some court. And this dude walks up to him and he's like, whatever his name is, Gerald. I haven't seen you since before the plague. And uh, yeah, we've had our own plague since then. So it's cool. Go check it out. Sean, so good to have you on. I appreciate it. Stick around after I hit the non-record button so we can uh, chat a little bit more because we always have a lot more to say to each other. But you're coming back on. I'm seeing you. Let me look here. I got my notes. You and me are going to be on Expanding Reality on October 23rd at 3 p.m., which mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything to the rest of y'all because it'll come out when it comes out. But for you and me, that's definitely the next time we're seeing each other. But maybe we hit, maybe we do this again so we can finish up all the list we never really got to today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An hour and almost two hours has gone by, and it's it doesn't cool. even feel like it. I know it flew by. Yeah, yeah. Good times, man. Most yeah. excellent. <laughs> most excellent i love you brother everybody this has been the 13 i'm your host ryan 13 and this has been sean you can find all of his links below you can also check out brandon thomas's stuff expanding reality in the link below we'll see you all on the next one later